Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to uplevel your life is now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. I was just giving our today's guest an incredible compliment on her beautiful hair. So hopefully you're watching us on YouTube, but if you're tuning on iTunes, no worries at all. I will describe you everything vividly and you can like me follow <laughs> her also on Instagram to connect with her and see the beautiful hair I was just complimenting her on. But Kelsey, I'm super, super excited to have you on today's show because we had like the warm up round on your podcast, which was so much fun. And we are like, okay, we got to keep this going. So super excited about today's episode and thank you for being here yeah thanks for having me I'm really excited too we definitely had a great time over on high vibe in it so now it's our turn to create some magic here so I'm excited absolutely and you know before we will dive into today's episodes that I really want to be focusing on creating your own happiness because I know you're all about you know self-love happiness manifestation those are my favorite topics so I could be sitting here for hours but before we dive into this I would love 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 to take you to your favorite place ever in the world right now if I could just swap my fingers where would you love to be anywhere in the world there are no restrictions no time no money no governmental restrictions <laughs> okay this is a fun game I like this game um probably a very beautiful beach location with low 80 temperature weather and getting my tan on Oh my gosh, I'm right there with you. So (laughs) let's do it. Let's do it right now. So if you're open to it, Kelsey, I'll just ask you for a brief moment just to gently close your eyes and take a slow, deep breath through your nose and start to feel your body relaxing, your shoulders dropping, your face is relaxing. Your beautiful hair starts to fly a little bit in a beautiful, beautiful breeze on the beach. You're sitting in a white sand beach and the temperature is just so perfect. And all you can smell, it's the ocean breeze, fresh flowers surrounding the beach, blooming, and your organic natural tanning lotion. Mm-hmm. You feel like you are in heaven. And as you are taking this all in, in this beautiful sunny day, 
you notice a small group of kids running around and picking up the flowers and making a beautiful, beautiful headbands with those flowers. And one of those girls, she runs to you, give you one of those headbands, just freshly made with a blooming, nicely smelling flowers. She puts it on your head and you're just laughing, looking at her. And she says, who are you? Kelsey, what is the one thing you want her to know about you? Not what do you do, but who you really are. Hmm. Do I have one word or I have a couple words? You can give as many words as <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. I am light. I am love. I am joy. And I am the full spectrum of life in one person. Mm, that's so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I love starting my podcast episode with this. You can come back whenever you want because most of the people, they don't want to come back. They're like, just leave me here. <laughs> I have one podcast guest that I took to Paris and she was sitting in a park and she was like, just leave me here with my coffee, my croissant. I'm perfectly happy here. <laughs> so thank you for coming back to me. I know beach sounds probably better than sitting here in your <laughs> office, no matter how much you love your office, but that is so, so, so beautiful, like being the love and light and the full spectrum. I want you to a little bit expand on that. What does that mean to you to be a full spectrum of a human? Yeah, I think if you had put me in that scenario a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have said that part because I was less integrated and I was like pushing certain parts of myself away and accepting the better quote unquote, better feeling parts. And now I've just learned to embrace my humanity and feel what I'm feeling and just go with the total experiences of life, whether they feel great or if they feel horrible, just having grace through it all and expanding through it all really. So when I said joy, I was like, I am joy, but then I was like, I'm also sadness and grief and stress. And I'm also everything that I experienced during certain times in life. So then I wanted to say, yeah, I'm mostly joy, but I'm also everything just like everyone. I love that so much. And it's so fascinating, but it doesn't surprise me. A couple of days ago, I was talking with my uh, fiance about that because there were parts of me that I were not accepting. I wasn't accepting that as a coach, I still hold some judgments, right? Toward mm -hmm. people. And he told me that because he's a, also an incredible coach. He told me that we get to really accept the duality of life, that we are not this or that, but we're this and that, we're the light, but also the darkness we are the sleek and healthy person and also the obese and unhealthy person right like we all have this wholeness inside of us and as long as we're pushing away the parts that we are desiring less we won't be able to experience that full joy and that full happiness so i wonder how did that show up in your life then when you started to embrace all parts of you first of all how did it show up in your life and how did you start embracing it it wasn't mm -hmm. like you woke up one day and like okay today i love the whole of me, right <laughs> right definitely didn't happen like that um for me, I've always been a sensitive creature, but 
growing up, I didn't really understand it or know how to hone that energy. Or I just thought, oh, I'm too needy. I'm overly sensitive. And I would just kind of shut down and become numb as like a coping mechanism because I didn't know like how to be with my emotions. And then um, a mentor entered my life and we worked together a lot on healing my emotional body and just really giving presence to whatever was arising with compassion and with love and with openness. And as a practice, I became more and more comfortable with all my different feelings and sensations and emotions. And I realized, you know, it's all just temporary. It will all pass and it passes more quickly and more easily when we're not resisting how we're feeling. And so when I learned to go with the flow of my feelings, have compassion for them, understand them, validate them and breathe through them, I really realized, oh my gosh, it's so much easier to come back to my baseline of joy, like over and over and over again, because I can heal and resolve any distressed emotions very easily now. And you can't have happiness and joy fully when you're denying and suppressing and fighting certain parts of yourself. That's just going to steal the energy that could be going into your fountain of joy because you're too busy fighting against, oh, I don't want to feel sad. I don't want to feel mad. I don't want to feel stressed. But when you can have grace and compassion and allow those feelings, not all the time every day, but when it's appropriate to process them and work through them, then you don't have resistance in your life. And then you really can feel awesome majority of the time. I love that so much. You know, it's, it's, I would say like, that's just such a foundational, like knowing that what do you resist will persist? Oh, I don't want this. Well, what do you think you're focusing on? Right. On the unwanted. So, um, really creating a safe space when you can feel your feelings and be really present to your feelings. It's going to be the first step in acknowledging them instead of ignoring them and pushing them away. Because I always feel like what we're trying to push away, it's like a little child. When you're trying to push a little child out of the chocolate aisle or whatever it is, it's going to scream louder and louder and louder, right? Because it wants to be seen and heard. And the same goes with our emotions. The same goes with our intuition. The same goes with our relationship with ourselves and money. Whatever we are trying to ignore that we don't like, it's going to persist and it's going to be so much heavier versus let me sit with it. Let me breathe through it. So I love how you answered and that you also gave some practical things that our listeners can be doing. So I wonder, How did this reflect in your life and also in your business when you acknowledge who you are? I'm a sensitive person. I'm an emotional being. And I want to experience all these feelings in the whole spectrum. How did it affect your life and the opportunities in it? Yeah, I think embracing my humanity in the full spectrum of human emotion just allowed me to do life in a way different way. Because what most of us do is we um, do whatever we can to avoid pain, right? So really pain is the driving and controlling factor of your life when you're living it in that way. And I feel like I don't have to live my life that way anymore because I'm not afraid of my pain. Um, I know how to manage it, how to soothe it, how to love it. 
as it passes. And now I can make choices from a clear conscious place of empowerment, what I actually want to go towards, what I actually want to experience and how I really want to show up and live my life. So honestly, I would say it's made me fearless to a certain degree where I can do whatever I want because I'm not so scared that I'm going to end up feeling a certain way because I know I can work through any of my feelings. Mm, that is so powerful because like you said, when you acknowledge, okay, there will be pain and I can handle it and I can feel through it and I can work with it, then you are really unstoppable. And I also love, love, love that you wrote a book. Actually, I can, right? Because it's so empowering and It reminds me of when I was like growing up and people were telling me like, oh, you cannot do that. And I'm like, yeah, watch me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was this ego driven, right? Like, watch me. If you say I cannot, like, watch me, I'll do that. But now who I'm seeing in you, it's someone who is inspiring others to tell them, hey, if I can, you can do that too. So I would love to hear what inspired you to write a book and what is it like to birth a book? <laughs> yeah, so writing books for me, I'll go into what it's like first. It's a very fun and also tedious creative process. <laughs> so for me, the first draft is the most fun because the information just flows through me. I feel like I'm channeling the wisdom of the universe. I'm like, dee, 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 typing away. It's super easy. It all flows. But then things get a little more tedious when you have to go back and reread and rewrite and edit and do it over and over and over again. So the first part is like my favorite part. And then also like the design aspect I really like because my first book, hashtag actually I can, I designed it. I did everything from start to finish because that was a self-published book. So that was fun for me because I love to create beautiful things and blah, blah, blah. Um, What was the other part of the question? Sorry. <laughs> What is it like to birth a book? You know, because mm. sometimes I feel like we set these like goals, you know, once I finish school, once I'm married, once I, you know, make a 10K in my business, once I publish a book, we think that once we do that, everything will change. Is that true? Did everything change when you birthed the book? No. <laughs> I mean, some things changed because then I had the confidence to write more books with more ease. But like, we always think it's that one thing, like how you said, right? Like when I accomplish this, when I do this, I'm going to feel so different. Like, for example, yesterday I made like thousands and thousands of dollars in one day from working one hour that day. And I was just like trying to really let it sink in that that was like my new reality. And like, that's what I'm doing now. But a part of me just felt so the same. I'm like, it's still the same. I'm still the same. Like you think, oh, it's going to change everything. But really, it's just you living life and playing maybe at a different level, which can be fun and exciting. But nothing's going to like completely change and alter your life because it's just that one thing that you had to achieve. Like mm -hmm. I think they can give you confidence and be fun and enjoyable, but I think that people should just set up their lives in a way that feels enjoyable now instead of waiting for the thing that they think is going to fix everything because chances are it'll feel good for a few minutes, but it's not going to change everything. Like when I saw my second book, Affirmations for Happiness, in the store on the bookshelf at Barnes and Noble, I was like, wow, for like 10 minutes. And then I went to lunch and then it was back to my regular life. <laughs> like, it's cool. But it doesn't 
make me um, different, I guess, if that makes sense. It does. And thank you for sharing that, you know, because I personally think that it, it is a huge and beautiful accomplishment to finish any of those yeah, things and many other things that we have mentioned here. But I also wanted to be like really raw and honest and tell our listeners, it's not the one thing. It's not that you will start your podcast, that you will get married, that you will write a book, that you will leave your nine to five. It's not going to alter everything because it all starts and ends with you. How are you feeling? And Kelsey, I love how you said it. It's about enjoying the journey in the now because no matter where you will get, you just won't appreciate it because you won't be present to it. So I love that it's like this beautiful, gradual evolution in life instead of like, oh, let me get there and then I will be happy. And, you know, anytime I'm talking with you, Kelsey, you have such a light and grounding energy. I wonder how do you keep it up? What are some of your daily rituals Mm -hmm. that help you to be this light? You know, and I know it's not like seven days, 36, five, we all have our (laughs) but anytime I, you know, talk with you, it's beautiful and calming. So how do you keep it? Thank you. Um, Great question. So for me, I'm not a big routine person. I personally thrive a lot on variety, but Mm -hmm. some of the things that are like staples for me that really help me feel good and connect to myself are getting sunshine. So for example, before I hopped on this podcast with you, I was sitting in front of the window, just letting the sun like shine on my face, just breathing kind of in like a little casual meditative state it wasn't like a super hardcore meditation but I was just like being present with the sunlight um I'm a big green juice fan uh acai bowls I like my fruits and veggies to be blended or juiced I'm not a big like fruit and veggie eater on their own um so that helps me also just I think having set up my life in a way that's really enjoyable for me, where there's not a lot of things in my schedule where I'm like, oh, I have to do that, or I'm dreading doing that. Like everything is like a really conscious and empowering choice. That makes me feel good about my life most of the time. Um, Connecting with my partner, he's really amazing. So if we just do a long hug in the morning before he leaves or whatever, that helps me feel really good and grounded. And I get a lot of sleep like a lot. Mm -hmm. I thrive on 10 hours of sleep a night, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which I think makes a big difference in how I can show up in my waking hours. And honestly, like when I'm doing these podcasts, I think I'm so content and grounded and connected and like tuned in and like turned on because I feel like I'm really connected to my calling. And I always feel very excited and happy to share things that have helped me and worked for me with other people so that they can enjoy their life more too. Mm, So beautiful. And I completely concur with all of that. Sleeping, hugs, sunshine. It's gray and snowing here in Europe. So I will wait for Mexico for my sunshine. Yes. (laughs) Overdose when we get there, it's perfect. But I, I love those. So one last thing I would love to ask you, Kelsey, what is the one last thing on your heart that you want the woman who is listening right now, who is still searching for her own happiness? What do you want her to know? Hmm. Yeah. Your happiness is there somewhere buried beneath some stuff. So if you can have the courage and the grace and the compassion to 
resolve whatever feels unresolved within you, you will naturally come back to a state of joy, happiness, contentment. So have the courage to go through the hard stuff and know that whatever you're experiencing, it won't last forever because I had depression for three years before I consciously started on this spiritual journey. And that was really the catalyst for me to become this teacher. So if I could survive that and then thrive it and then teach it, I think it's possible for anybody. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Love it. Thank you so much, Kelsey, for everything. And like I mentioned, people can connect with you on Instagram. That's where I love connecting with you. Is there any other favorite place online that you love connecting with people? Yeah, my Instagram is great. Also, just my website, Kelsey Aida, that has links to all my books, my courses, coaching, retreats, everything. Um, But yeah, Instagram, website. I love that. Thank you so much for today and for all your work and for what you're really putting out there to the world because it is really making a difference. Thank you. Thank you.